9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody in Montreal and on the internet. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself, one of Montreal's top-rated podcasts. Um, if you enjoy Go Plug Yourself or generally the content that we put out on 9to5.cc, please, please, please tell your friends about it. It's super cool and nice when we see people telling their friends about their shows that we work so hard to produce and if you're feeling extra generous maybe drop a couple of bucks in our patreon page on patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh also be sure to follow walter on all of his social media and find out when he's going to be performing next walter's been performing at a bunch of shows you should check him out too and in the meantime enjoy the episode with this amazing guest Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. Hey Walter, what's up? What episode is this? 170, 170, maybe? 170, 170, and we only do this uh, every two weeks, so we've been doing this for like 14 years. Yeah, um, oh my god, that's, that's how the math. That's we the math it. works out on that. We started oh, in always here, mostly here. A lot here. Uh, I would say at least a hundred of them are here. Mostly here, more uh, than a hundred. And it's a you know Montreal arts podcast for lack of a better description. Yeah, and yet in 170 episodes or whatever, mm-hmm. we haven't somehow we no one has ever plugged. A Pink Floyd tribute show. Somehow. And in Montreal. In Montreal. Show, where there are 73 Pink Floyd tribute different shows. Different Pink Floyd tribute shows. Some of, of different quality, of varying quality. Hold, hold on. You weren't on uh, Dance Side of the Moon. We had a podcast about Dance Side of the Moon. Really? Yeah. With uh, Helen Simard. I missed the one episode where we had we had a Pink where we Floyd, talked about Pink Floyd. We had a Pink Floyd tribute show. You weren't there. Well, this is gonna blow. There was a, there was that whoa. Pink Floyd tribute episode <laughs> out of the water. I think there's a little bit of a there's a, it was a one woman dance show versus the production that we're talking about. Oh my god, is a little little different. No, I'm gonna compare both. You're gonna you're gonna compare them side by side. I'm gonna say side. this one's better. You know Max Galowitz, right? You want you you're just sure sure yeah yeah. This is still better. Okay. Um and Max, <laughs> Maxine, I'm sorry. Walter spoken. Maxine, very, I respect, uh, respect, <laughs> I respect everything you challenge. do. <laughs> There's no way that you're going to trump this. Um, today, our guest yes. is uh, Richard Pessit. Yes. Richard Pessit. Richard Pessit. Uh, 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 how would you describe yourself, Richard? But, uh, well, I'm uh, a singer-songwriter from the Quebec French-Canadian side. Yeah. Uh, not doing no more singing and songwriting. So uh, about 10 years ago... Uh, when the crash of the music industry, uh, I saw there was no money to be done trying to yeah. record anymore. Richard was like, fuck music, no more, right. done. But uh, You can swear, by the way, com- if you want. Uh, Yeah, but f- uh, more the, the composing side, yeah, because sure. I, I did three albums. I, uh, I wrote music for TV shows. Sure, sure. I was working as a director at the Music Plus, so I'm a TV conceptor, a music conceptor. And you ever notice every time, sorry to interrupt you, but you ever notice every time we have like French language guests or we have French guests on, that their like fucking list of professional credits just like destroys everything. Like yeah, basically <laughs> it's it's it's, like it's, it's, it's <laughs> French French artists and Vittorio. Yeah, are the, are, are, the, are the only people 
people that have real are like are legitimate, yeah, legitimate yeah, but professional but artists. <laughs> <laughs> Some are, but the other is goes like I did three albums and I work at Saint Hubert and I work okay, uh, okay, all right, all right. Bon there we go. No, so we we have absolutely because even. Even when I was like number one at radio in 2001, too, I had like seven number one hits in French. No shit. Back to back. And still, I was working 40 hours per week at Music Plus. That's insane. Because even if you're big time, you don't, there's not enough people and place to play to make it a full year uh, job. But I had yeah. so much faith in Le Star you System. Yeah, but yeah, there was one one point where TV shows there was enough TV show because you go play La Fura, you go play in that show, you you're a guest in that show, there. so mm -hmm. you 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 get a little three hundred bucks there, five hundred bucks there, and uh, at one point where the radio you can have like crossover hit, so you were playing Sequoia, you were playing uh, Radio Energy, you were playing Rock Détente at the same time, mm -hmm. so uh, you have like money coming from La Sacan because you were playing all radio. Now, uh, every radio is our different channel. So yeah. when you play in one, you don't play in the other one. So even if you're number one at Sequoia, you don't even play at... So you have like a one quarter of the droits d'auteur that you, you used to have. Yeah. So everything is like, it comes in a little fraction at the end. Y it, it was not enough to say, hey, I will spend a year and a half composing yeah. and at the end I'm going to be pissed off because they don't play my song on radio uh, I don't sell any uh, record I don't play record I don't sell gigs so at the end you're angry all the time I say no I don't want to be angry so let's do something else Walter uh, side note let's put our French language uh, singing songwriting career plan on hold <laughs> I somehow feel though that even <laughs> e e even if we attain the level of fresh of career frustration that that Rachel attained, that that would I would still think that was amazing. I feel like if I would get to that point, I'd be like pro showbiz baby, this yeah. is it. I, I never get my I shit played anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure uh, it's always fun to hear like the English phone, the Anglophone yeah. uh, singing like Jonas. As it, uh, I like Jonas when he sings in French. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Brian Adams when he sings in French. Yeah. So it's, it's charming. Do you uh, just, I just, I as charming as my, uh, my accent <laughs> when I speak in English. So, uh, but as, does it ever happen? I mean... Um, but we need to sort of sort of like can come into well, why he's here well, yeah, and well, connect uh, it into the intro. Uh, I was, we're talking about French language music right now. And, and then for and then after this is, that, this is the, this is the this background is ten years story. ago. This yeah, is a decade. Yeah. So the, but just just about the the success or lack of success. We've talked to a lot of comedians who have success in France. Does it not work that way with music, or is it very yeah, rare? You know, uh, to have success in France, you need to spend. Actually, presently, uh, back in uh, two thousand one, you had to spend like five hundred thousand dollars to what? to make your first dollar in France. Wow. Because it's not. Because you have a hit in, in Quebec that uh, yeah, obviously because the, the market the, the radio France, stations don't you have know. to hire uh, uh, sugar a guy money, to, to to drive you around in Paris. You have to hire uh, the dress. You, uh, you have to hire everything. You, you have, have to, to, you have to spend, hit there spend, and do publicity spend, spend. to break in. Yeah, I guess, yeah, and you have to work it the way they work, and the way they work it just nonsense. So. so how much do you think Sugar Sammy spent to get on um, France's Got Talent? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a hot question. I don't know. Somewhere Lisa is like, somewhere like Lisa's head just exploded. Stand-up comedian, as a co 
different. It's, it's a, a different, different world. Yeah, it's a sure. different world. My, my, my brother is Martin Petit. He's, uh, I heard that. Yeah, he's, uh, and then meeting you in person, I was like, oh, shit, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does, no, no, there's he a does. passing resemblance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously. So uh, so I know for, for a guy, there's a guy in the microphone very more sellable than trying to sell music where yeah because you don't have to deal with radio stations everybody everybody wants to laugh yeah not everybody wants to love your song right so So 10 years ago the sort of like the the bottom drops out on the music market and you're kind of at a point of like creative frustration or professional frustration so how do you about to go to saint Hubert? you're about to go back to saint (laughs) Hubert or (laughs) the 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 the, like the the area or the restaurant the restaurant okay yeah Yeah, all right so become become like a let's not get crazy yeah (laughs) make sure you can make a maitre d of a saint Hubert. that's yeah Uh, so uh, oh, that, sorry, <laughs> no, no, I, and I just thought like that, but that's that's the worst spot to be. Or you're just sort of like, is anyone? You're the maitre d at Saint Sebastian, and someone's like, "Hey, aren't you Richard Pizzi?" You're like, it, no, yeah, right. no. Your seat. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> it's sad, but it's the it's the it's, yeah, it's the, the reality, reality of a lot of I'm French sure, yeah. Canadian uh, comedian or yeah. singers. Yeah. So. And so, uh, so uh, I I had in my mind the back burner. I said I, I always wanted to do something. Uh, I c- a creative idea that could get me out of the province because when you work in French, you know you're you're like stuck. Yeah. The, uh, uh, you have uh, unlimited power inside the border, but uh, when the moment you step in Ontario, you have it's kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> you don't work anymore. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, and I learned to play guitar on the wall uh, on Pink Floyd, and I I went to see Rod- uh, parenthèse. I had cancer in uh, 2005, oh, and shit. the first show I c- uh, when I came back from a year and a half of uh, chemotherapy yeah. was Roger Water at the uh, Bell Center. Oh wow! In okay. 2007. I didn't see that show in, the, uh, the, in summer. And Maybe I did actually see that show. I think I did see yeah, that show. Yeah, and <laughs> at one point he started. There, there was the show going on, and then he went into In the Flesh, and from In the Flesh he went to uh, Tin Ice, and then Another Brick in the Wall Part One, Part Two. Mother, and then he stopped. And yeah. when, after mother, I said, no, 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 continue, keep, continue. Keep playing the wall, yeah. yeah. Keep going. Uh, I was ready to take the wall f- all. Do the whole thing, yeah. yeah. And I went back home. I said, man, I need to hear the wall live from top to bottom. And you had never, about that before that, you'd never seen it like, perform live? I, 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 no, I never saw people. I saw some, some band doing a lot of Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing stretch of the wall, but never the or wall like, or from like, a, Or like from a tribute band in Spectrum or something. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, so when I, uh, in 2010, when I started the, the band with uh, my, my partner, Michel Bruno, we started a band called Le Viking, and the process was to do uh, a cover band, a power cover band, to play festival around Quebec, playing rock song, but no, not with one singer, like with 10 singers. So I was bringing Jonas, uh, uh, Marie May, uh, every big name of the industry in Quebec, and bringing them to sing Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, The Stones, uh, uh, Beatles, so uh, Def Leppard. Sure. So we Pause there for a second. How do, you, how do you have those connections? Is that just like all from your, your previous? Uh, because uh, when you're in show business in Quebec, it's so small, so everybody knows everybody. So, so just like me and Keith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, this is why Walter can always put star-studded lineups you know? together. But yeah. it's true. Uh, to be fair, though, it's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're calling a bunch of favors, and you're going to have people on Rad Day. That's how it goes. And, and since uh, I was um, 
people in the industry in the in the on the scene people knew that I was uh, creative because yeah. I was uh, uh, directing so many shows at the uh, music plus and uh, I did uh, I was uh, working at Radio Canada at on the show La Fureur and I also produced like um, six seven uh, tour show in Afghanistan Bosnia and uh, for the Canadian troops for the so uh, I was bringing yeah uh, so I was cast the Canadian yeah, yeah USO but yeah Canadian I, USO I, I, I did it with my uh, what kind Mike of shows Ward. We, oh we, there we were comedy shows and stuff yeah we take a, a comedian uh, two male singer two yeah. female singer like four dancers we yeah, they make like variety shows a big, a big variety yeah, show yeah. I, didn't, so I, didn't, I didn't know Mike Ward had done USO stuff because like I like I know Mike like pretty, Mike pretty came, okay. I d- came I came in two oh uh, two oh nine. With yeah, us, and we had a blast. And uh, we had this. I think uh, he's been on this podcast even. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> we had this uh, comedian uh, that came with us in two oh four from an English uh, Montreal. Was it a uh, big tall yeah, guy? Joey no, uh, Joey yeah, Joey Elias. No, Joey Elias. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also been so on. The yes. So I was on tour <laughs> with Joey. Very cool. Uh, yeah. In two oh four. Very cool. So and so, like, so yeah, you did you had you did a, you did a lot of stuff before you got into the Floyd stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I had the the experience of uh, working with big teams, yeah. doing big variety show, right. and to uh, identify what really people want to hear when they are uh, they they want to uh, have fun. So yeah. so when I started the the band of King and doing a, a pacing with rock, I said, okay, let's let's do a, a pacing of show without. Uh, the uh, without the some classic song that everybody plays uh, shoot me all night long and uh, yeah. I said okay yeah. we don't play that song we don't play that song let's build a show that people will love to hear because they say oh my god I love this song oh my god I love this song. so and we had success instantly but on the uh, on the first day of the meeting of me and Barton I said whatever we do there's one thing I want I we put on the back burner, I want to do the wall. It's oh, yeah, yeah, I want to do the wall too. Yeah. But uh, we do the wall, but without the, all those so dark songs. No, 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 no. No, we the do whole the thing. Whole, yeah. The whole show. You got to do the weird stuff. So uh, so he said, oh, yeah. And I said, okay, let's do it for uh, uh, a charity first. Yeah. And see how it goes. Yeah. So we did it for a charity because we say we're going to give one one show per year for yeah. charity. Mm-hmm. So the first one, we did the wall. Yeah. And, and we recreate the show as um, uh, in, in the in the mind of what Roger Water did in 91 uh, in Berlin. In Berlin, when yeah. When he had uh, uh, Cindy Lauper. Uh, Have you heard about that, Keith? Yeah, yeah. 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 With Let's Brian the Adams. The, uh, I, had, I, I bought that album. I bought the, the, the live uh, double bad, album. But the DVD is yeah. incredible. I don't so have the DVD. Uh, I just yeah. have the. Tim Curry's in that, right? Tim yeah. Curry is involved with it at the end. He's yeah, in, yeah, in the theatery part yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. yeah. And there's a Shinnett Connor singing yeah. Mother that it's just perfect. And, and uh, uh, fucking Van Morrison uh, doing uh, Comfortably uh, Numb, which uh, is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, so, so I, I invited like many, many guests. So from there on, I said, okay. And then people said, more. So we did it another time, another time, another time. And boom, 92, water comes back with the wall. Mm-hmm. So uh, I li- and I go see the wall here at Bell Center. I go see in Quebec City. Two thousand and uh, in two thousand twelve. No, yeah, twenty twenty yeah. uh, twelve. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So I went because uh, I went to Quebec City to go to see Quebec that. City, I, I saw it on the plane to Abraham. There. I yeah. saw it in uh, Montreal. Yeah. So two times in Montreal actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I say, okay, uh, it it was like amazing, crazy amazing, but. It was not the wall the way I thought it would, sh- it would, sh- it should be. 
because you thought for, Roger Waters was nailing ta- it. I'm talking about <laughs> Professor Roger Waters. You thought Roger Waters <laughs> because you know ro- ro- Roger. Roger, he likes to 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 make us things and yeah. uh, try to make us think like he thinks. Yeah. So he took his the wall. He politicized it and. He, he recreate exactly what he wanted to do. Well, which is not to say that there weren't, that there wasn't, that there wasn't a politicized intention behind the original wall. Uh, I th- I think that first of all there was a story. Yeah. And then he he he, he had it all this political yeah. team about yeah. it. But first of all there was a story about guy yeah. who he, he is loses his dad in the war and all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, absolutely so. From there, uh, there was the movie. So we know we have a cult album. Yeah. And when I love the movie. Yeah. The first time we, we had the, the record in hand, we knew there was a story there. Yeah. But we didn't understand the story until we saw the movie. Because yeah. The movie really like sort of like he illustrates he stuff. He, yeah. he, made, he, he bonded the every song together yeah. and make us, okay, that's the storyline about it. Then we understand more the, 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 the story. When yeah. did you... Um, I'll ask you guys both this question. When did you guys first see the movie? Like, what was your? I'm glad you asked that question, Keith. I got because I got a story. I got, I got a bit. That's okay. what I'm saying because I think everybody sort of remembers okay. the first time they saw the wall. I, I'm like. in uh, secondary two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm 12, 13, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah 13, My brother 14. is is four years old older than me, and he was in his improv team. Okay. His improv team is Michel Courtemange, Claude Legault, and all the comedian. The Biggest comedian, <laughs> super superstar, eighteen-year-old comi- comedian. Yeah, <laughs> and it's all his improv team. My parents are gone for a week in uh, London, so he decided to bring everybody home on the first Friday night, mm-hmm. and uh, he rent uh, VHS of the wall, and he came in with two movie, and the first time I z- see pot in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this bunch of young, uh, young uh, future star, yeah. uh, 18 years old, smoking pot. They put the first VHS. <laughs> it was Caligula and Messaline. What a double feature. And right after, it was the wall. Wow. So I smoked for the first time. I saw my first porn, and then I saw the wall. <laughs> That's not that's not a porn. That's Larry Flynn making art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, that's porn. Yeah. (laughs) The the day after, I was a teenager. (laughs) Fair enough. I tried hash for the first time. Then I saw the wall. Yeah, I was living in Denmark. I was by myself, and there was like a bag of like burnt DVDs in like the common room of the the student housing I was staying in. I was like looking through the DVDs, and I saw the wall, and I I already liked the album. Like I listened to the album. I'm like I've never seen the movie, and and I was I'd smoked hash, and and then we. I put that in. I was by myself, and it was like, and it was dark, and I was like, and I, and I think I got about a half hour into it or something, or about forty minutes in, and I think the, it was when the, when you see the kids with the masks yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, no, done, finish. I'm <laughs> gonna come back. You booked I'm, your flight I'm, home to Canada. Yeah, I'm like, gonna leaving Denmark. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to this, but yeah, that's it's, uh, yeah, that's great. If you could, yeah. I think the, yeah. Fir- the first time I saw it was like to to much less fanfare, and also like probably a little bit 
more confusion because it was on uh, Sunday night on ABC. Kind of. No. <laughs> so like, do you remember like CTV or at the time CFCF twelve yeah, yeah, used yeah. to play like, movies at like midnight, like one o'clock, yeah. midnight, yeah, one yeah, o'clock. Yeah. Like, so it was one of those like one o'clock showings. They showed the wall at one. Yeah. They really? showed the wall in the middle of the night. Uh, I was a kid with a lot of insomnia and stuff, and so I didn't. Pager was ringing everywhere. In Montreal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one went out. Everybody turn it on. Record. Set your thing. No, but that's it. And I was like watching it, and I remember even having like a moment of confusion because I was like recognizing the music, but I like I didn't know that it like I didn't know the wall existed. I was like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Like I wasn't super familiar with the material, so I was like, but I was like I recognized the songs, but then I didn't necessarily know this was like an authorized thing. So I was like, yeah. this movie has these Pink Floyd songs in it and it's super weird. And, and like, there's a narrative. There is yeah, a narrative. No, there's absolutely a narrative. But, but I, uh, I, I remember to, but yeah, immediately cartoon, wanted to watch it again. All the cartoon from Gerald's Carf. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Genius. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when you're a kid and you see the, the, those two flower uh, fucking fucking for yeah. the first time, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. see that and say, okay, okay, you're going from Walt Disney to there. Yeah. It's a giant step for your cartoon ability to. No, but that's it. But like, and, but I remember like watching it, not knowing what it was for like the first like 15 minutes, like not even putting it together. I'm like, this is this weird movie with no. Pink Floyd music going on in it. And then I'm like, oh, I put it, put it all together. And then immediately, like I said, wanted to watch it again. Like once I was like, Okay, I watched that. I would like to see it again. And then I think it was me and uh, my old roommate Mark. I was like, "You need to watch Pink Floyd." The Wall, it's man. It, yeah. Like, like we need to. You could do a few viewings of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So within, I think, oh, no. the, I think within the span of like the next week, we were like sitting down in Mark's house to like give it a real go, not in the middle of the night on a weeknight kind of thing. And and that's why it went cult. It, yeah. It's a cult movie. The it's a cult album, and it went straight to a cult movie. So. Yeah. This, it didn't happen quite often in the music history that something it's a double album yeah everybody it's like the most the the, the, the biggest seller of a rock album uh, double mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, the movie went berserk did so did animals come out in between no, dark side and it became out before no, the wall it's, it's dark, it's dark side, side uh, which we were, were here animals, animals the then wall. the wall okay yeah and then uh, final cut yeah, but the final cut you um you must be really really yeah. Water <laughs> yeah 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 to 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 appreciate yeah but there's some song from uh, final cut that is in the movie the wall actually the the, the when the tiger broke free yeah and and actually I, I, there's some response the the the, the, the it closed the the circle with some song from the final cut right so at when I started uh, to come back to why, uh, how come I, uh, I'm here today to yeah. talk about it. Be- it was all Michel Cotamanche and some weed. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so in co- a couple of years later, uh, we were in uh, 205, uh, in 215. And I said after the, the rush of the wall from the t- world tour of uh, water, I said to my partner, I said, okay, let's take, we saw Roger. Roger went berserk. He went uh, Godzilla-esque. Yeah. But he built the wall. Yeah. We didn't see the musician. It was like a big Emax show. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was that. It, this is not the wall. The right. wall is intimate. It's yeah. uh, it's a close capture thing. And you have you want to enter into the universe, and not be being part into this uh, giant uh, mess. Uh, when I say mess, is no, like I understand. Uh, yeah. Uh, how do you church event? I want to to, to uh, we I wanted to create something where we get really into. We saw the musician, but we also get into the story. So it's the theater experience. 
that's where the word theater experience yeah. came in. So we did we create the wall theater experience that became which debuted at which which club soda, club soda. Uh, February two sixteen. Yeah, and which so is now is all and now that's also been at. Place we 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 uh, we, uh, we went uh, we did like a hundred something show in Quebec and Canada. Yeah. We uh, then we head off to the United States yeah. in uh, 2017. Yeah. When we came back, we did t a second tour in the United States, and then we said, uh, and uh, from United States, uh, uh, Live Nation in Cleveland, they say, okay, you guys are just crazy uh, mofo. Yeah. Uh, we uh, and you you have to know when you're touring in United States, making it in Cleveland in that circuit. Yeah. It's, it's freaking Cleveland, you know. Like. If you make it to Cleveland, you make it everywhere. Really? Because it's the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is there. Sure, yeah. there uh, it's our rock casino is there. So every the press and everything, if it's happened in Cleveland, yeah, you, you're on. And there's all uh, this is, and sorry to, to interrupt you, but this is all in this tour. This is all Quebec artists, Quebec musicians. No, or, no. at this point, actually, in in 2015, I said, okay, if I want to do it, because I had a lot of talented singers, but you hear me? <laughs> I cannot sing in English because okay. I have an accent that is huge, uh, like a uh, vache espagnol. <laughs> and uh, and it's a little uh, for Quebec listener, French Canadian singer. When a French Canadian Canadian singer sings in English, they don't hear the accent. Right. Yeah. But you guys hear it. Yeah. But in the but States, we yeah. Don't. yeah. So it was okay when we're doing stuff in Quebec, but the moment I, I'm going to go to the, the States or in UK and everything, I, I got to think, take singers that uh, have to mimic the British accent. Right. Uh, so it's not easy to do, and uh, so it, it sounds fluid. So uh, I, I started to uh, audition. So and I, I auditioned without seeing the face. Yeah. I, I want to hear the voice. So yeah. I cast a guy that sang perfect Gilmore and I find the guy who sings the perfect waters. Uh, waters. Yeah. And actually the guy who's doing Waters, his name is, uh, is he's a French Canadian, it's called Sébastien Lacombe, but he's from an uh, English background. Right. But if you look at his face, take the face of Bob Gildoff and take the face of Roger Water, merge it together oh, wow. that's Sébastien Lacombe. <laughs> so had like the perfect casting for, for, yeah. for, for the guy. And did he have like a theater background? or uh, like yeah, uh, From there we had, we had to work, but they're singers, so yeah. naturally they have something. The 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 performance, yeah, performance. Sure, okay. But then I had to to, to work deeper in the, with uh, their emotion to understand what they're singing, what they're living at the moment of the yeah. song. So we started to work, and I knew it from the first time we rehearsed. Uh, I said, "Okay, this is gonna be huge because." I saw the Brit Floyd, the Austrian Pink Floyd, and the Machine, and all those Floyd acts. I never sincerely heard singers with the voice as close as the, 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 the one I cast. Sure. So we, we started like that. So like that, that's why we had the, uh, instantly people was connecting because sincerely doing the music of Pink Floyd, it's not that thing that is most difficult to do it's probably one of the reasons there's a zillion act playing Floyd yeah. out there yeah kind simple chord simple structure you need an amazing guitarist but yeah this for the solos it's, it's easy to to cheat yeah when you play Pink Floyd so 
Michel Bruno, uh, for the people who knows Michel, is a, is a legendary guitar in, in Quebec. Uh, uh, is a genius of interpretation. So he, he mimic uh, the feeling of of the playing of David Gilmour. So we had the, the, the amazing guitar player. We had the amazing vocalist. Yeah. From now on, it's my part. I need to build the show that when the people's going to see it, they're going to go um, blow their mind because we're going to have the voice, the music, the guitar, and the visual. Mm -hmm. So, so we went all in. And So my next question on that is, uh, where did you necessarily come from the vision? Because listening to your background, you're a musician. So musician doesn't necessarily always translate to making something visually actually, interesting. Actually, I, I, my formation is uh, visual art. Okay. And I study uh, the, uh, so the, craft, uh, the craft of uh, violin making. Okay. So uh, 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 once again, a francophone professional artist. They could do another, another everything. <laughs> <laughs> visual arts and I can make violins. And what? And... <laughs> And I, I actually, uh, one of my specialty when I was in uh, uh, visual uh, art was the study of art of propaganda. Okay. Oh, cool. Uh, so, uh, good, good wall tie in right there. Yeah. So, there's for the connection with the wall for me was like. Fucking walking uh, hammers everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. So, so uh, it was easy for me for there to, to create all the visual for, for, for the show. But. Um, the uh, the other thing I did uh, is was in the 90s uh, uh, when I was starting as a singer or songwriter I was working with guys called Dede Fortin who was the singer from the Coloc okay he was hey. like the, 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 the still one of the the the, the most legendary legendary yeah. band from Quebec sure and uh, he, he committed suicide in two, uh, 2000 mm -hmm. but he was directing all his video. And I was ass assisting him in all this video because oh, I, I, okay. I, okay. I was writing song with him yeah. with the Kolak. So uh, when I started my career in 2000, I already all the video clip I did. I, I was the director of my video clip. Mm -hmm. So all the image, the combination of image, and I, I, it's uh, I started to say that I was a singer songwriter. But I think first of all, I'm a, just I'm a, I'm a creator. Mm -hmm. So. I'm doing sometimes it's music, sometimes it's visual, sometimes it's a, a TV show concept. Sure. So, so for me, when I arrived in the project of creating the wall, everything was there because I had to do uh, visual uh, concept for posters. Mm. I had to create the visual of the show. I have to play. I have to sing. So for me, it was uh, uh, all I was totally on my ex. So if I had one job to do, it was to do that and. It was my passion. The, the first, uh, the first chord I, I learned on guitar was on the wall. So it was the, so the, there the big loop for is me. There a, you mentioned uh, mentioned directing. Was is there video elements in the show? Like yeah, because uh, wh wh what we create. So there's a our video a universe. Like, yeah. We create a 3D uh, okay. uh, projection. So we had costume for, uh, for everything. We recreate uh, uh, all the costume from the groupie from the movie. Yeah. So at one point, the girls comes out as a groupie. And uh, so, so we create that show of the wall. So what you do is you see the movie in three dimension in front of you. But I went the wall and beyond because we have to extrapolate. If you want to go deep, deep in something, you have to uh, extrapolate what the creator did the for the first time. Mm -hmm. So we used uh, when the tiger broke free to set up. 
But when they, in the song Vera, you know, does yeah. anybody here remember Vera, Vera Lynn? Yeah, yeah. Vera Lynn was uh, was like war singer from the, the singer, the war singer from uh, for the forties, yep. and she was going touring all uh, on the battlefront to yep. cheer up the just like I did, yeah, like exactly, many times. You know. So so I it's said, like you okay, and Joey. we we gonna <laughs> open the show with. The character of Viralin coming singing the song "We Meet Again." Yeah. yeah. So the show starts. I remember that. Not even with the wall. It with comes. The, yeah. It starts with Viralin, and then when the tiger broke free. So you you ten minutes into the show, there's not even one song from the wall that has been played, <laughs> and and then when when in the flesh comes in, it's like the 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 chills everywhere for everybody, but. Even uh, and at one point we play money right in the middle of the show and people say, "Hey, why why do you play it's money?" It's a dark side song, yeah. That's the dark side of the song, because when I was 14 years old, I was writing poetry in my class. Yeah. And one of the songs I wrote when I was 14 years old, in my French class, became my first hit. 15 years later, like in the fucking movie, like in the movie. So Just when like in the movie. <laughs> so when pinks. Get Scott in class writing, writing yeah, and he's writing money, and yeah. he's writing the lyrics of money. So yeah. I said, "Hey, if the character becomes a rock star, yeah. and it, when he's 14, he's writing money, probably the song his breakout song would be money, probably, and yeah. then he yo, he goes to Young Lost, yeah, yeah, okay, so he's Young, already, he's Young Lost is like the following song from the yeah. money, so from money. I guess it kind of is, yeah. <laughs> so I said, we gonna, we gonna." At the moment where just before playing uh, Young Lost, we say, I say we're gonna play Money because it's the segment where Pink is, became, is becoming a rock star. A yeah. rock star. Yeah. Just before g g going berserk and became his dicta the he dictator. He shaves his eyebrows off. Shaving everything. Yeah. So we had it. So people go to Money and everybody's like, yeah. But we, we, we create the scene so people, okay. Yeah. Now I accept. Right. If I say I play money right in the middle of the set of the what people say, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the moment it's set, then you understand. Say, okay, man. So we call it the wall and beyond. Sure. So when we did that show in Cleveland, when you uh, get another drink? You know, uh, when, when no. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Uh, when we we did that show in Cleveland, yeah. the, the 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 people from Live Nation they went, okay, you guys are just crazy. And yeah. This <laughs> is the best Ford act we ever saw. Yeah. On their uh, their Twitter account, they say. The Wall Live Extravaganza. That I actually wrote, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah. The Wall Live Extravaganza is the best Floyd act in the world. And he goes to us and say, you guys must do an all-around Pink Floyd show. Right. Okay. So and that was when? And, and, and I said to my partner, I said to Michelle, I said, hey, we have the vocals. Yeah. We have the band. Yeah. We have the mind. Yeah. We have the creation set. So let's do it. It's a logical so, next step. So I, I wrote a pacing. Yeah. Trying to like what song? What do you mean by like yeah, like the, the set the set list? Like the set list because the the song that you cannot not play. Yeah. Yeah. There's if you go too deep. Yeah. You lost too many people. <laughs> too much stuff from Piper from Piper yeah, the you, Gates you, of Dawn. You cannot do that. <laughs> yeah, like one or two tracks. <laughs> And uh, you cannot. It's it's a mix match. Yeah. Not too much slow stuff. Because, not too, yeah, because Pink like, Floyd has three life. There's the life before Dark Side. Yeah, experimental. Like, yeah. yeah. And it hands up with the Obscure by Cloud, and then medals to the wall. Yeah, Dark Side animals. Uh, Medals, Dark Side, I wish you were here, Animals, yeah. The Wall. We forgot about Final Cut. That's okay, yeah, well. 
And then the after water hero that goes with the uh, delicate sound of thunder, Division Bell. And then Division Bell, yeah. And they're they're still there's classic in those albums. Yeah. And the crowd from Division Bell and Delicate Sound of Thunder. Yeah. And uh, Momentary Lapse of Reason. Yeah. It's a crowd. Yeah. There's a crowd in the middle and there's a pre crowd. Was Momentary Lapse of Reason that one that came out like around? It's the first one. The, f the first one with uh, Learning to Fly. Yeah, okay, and, uh, yeah. And um, so, and, and people who love the wall, there's, there's a lot of people like that that doesn't like. The other Floyd, there's fan uh, only of the wall. I, I get and it. And there's a lot of people loving Dark Side of the Moon that doesn't like the wall. I don't know. Who I've always thought. Are. I've always thought the wall. It just in terms <laughs> in terms of album comparisons, I think I think uh, Dark Side is the better pure album. Pure album, just like just music, tracks, start to finish. Yeah. Uh, conceptually, you know, the wall is amazing. It's it's a little bloated. It's like it's got four sides, and like and it's amazing that you do the fourth side because like that fourth side is a lot to commit to as like a theatric <laughs> presentation Absolutely. or as like a yeah, it's like it's not songs anymore. It's like a fucking like Andrew Lloyd Webber thing at the yeah, end, yeah, you know, yeah. like. But at the end, at the trial, it's like yeah, the trial. <laughs> it's is not songs anymore. It's a musical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, I'm playing. The judge at the end. This is the. Are you the asshole the, monster? I, uh, I, I'm the. I'm the. You're the, you're the, the butthole monster. Uh, no, I'm the. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, actually, but I'm yeah the, you become that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing the 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 the, 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 uh, the attorney. Yeah, 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 and yeah. The judge and the judge. Yeah. So, but when I'm doing the judge, it's like the best like 45 seconds of my career each time. <laughs> yeah. See, it's the lapotheos of everything I've done. It's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Tear down the wall. Uh, yeah, tear down the wall. So. So when uh, we at, th at that point it was to create a, a good pacing with the good songs, uh, so uh, and uh, arrive and I said, okay, let's don't do what the Brit Floyd and the Australian people and all those zillion acts out there. What they did, they took the pacing, approximately, they they took the pacing of what. Floyd did the last tour they did with the on their ball, show. They they the took like they took the set list from their shows. They took and they tried to do Just the do big the same round thing, yeah. thing of light behind and and recreate on and on with the the the, 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 the girls doing the same move behind. Yeah. And for me, it makes me sick to see that again. Said, okay, that's <laughs> a Polaroid of 1996. Yeah. Yeah. we're done. It's Le like the, um, the I haven't seen it yet, but the Bohemian Rhapsody movie where they're oh yeah, I heard like, that. Like they do. Uh, like the last fifteen. Who minutes. said it? It's like it's like. But it's, the last fifteen it's minutes. It's like Queen's Wikipedia. The they do the live show. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's like Queen's That's Wikipedia it. entry come to life. Well, no, but it, but specifically the last like fifteen you minutes. You see it? Of the, no, but the last fifteen minutes yeah, of the live age. Yeah. And everyone's like, which I'm down with. But they're like, but he's like, it's like movement for movement. Everyone's in sync, and you're like, just maybe go watch the Live Aid show. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm like, like, we have really good footage of that. That's <laughs> like, it, the last 15 minutes is just a reenactment of their set. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow, so they, they 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 mess with the storyline. Supposedly, it's he comes out, uh, not comes out, but he um, at Live Yeah, they, they, he, well, the he, AIDS he tells, stuff is he different. He tells the band yeah. that he has AIDS yeah. before in they go on. 85 versus 87. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, he tell, yeah, he yeah. tells the band he has AIDS before it's they go always, on, and then they go and do. It's so weird. But then, but like you said, everyone's like, like it's a hard time to go out of the movie feeling bad because you just watched like 15 minutes of the live aid show which is one of the best like performances ever but then you also realize i could have just watched their live aid show it was yeah. it was well shot like yeah. you know yeah. like, it was Absolutely. a well documented by bob geldoff by bob geldoff yeah there you go so you're just sort of like so you're like the best part of the movie is kind of that recreation they do at the end but they're like there's nothing new to it side question like to your point so yeah. if you're just recreating what already happened 30 years ago absolutely yeah. and that that's why i said said okay I'll, i will do with that 
space show. Mm -hmm. That's why we call it space, because what's the two things we all do when we listen to the great song of Pink Floyd? We close our Get eyes. Get stoned. Oh, wait. Yeah. Close our eyes. <laughs> Just yeah. And yeah. we have this world yeah. in creating in ourselves. We, we're out of state. So, so, I, so I, I wanted to create something that is uh, neutral as we... I'm I'm a guy of uniform. I like when there's uniformity. So I create a costume for yeah. the band, a setup of stage that is different, and create a, a visual. There's sure. A sample. Do are, are there a lot of costume changes throughout? The, are there costume uh, changes? There, yeah, there's a couple. Actually, yeah. we we recreate the uh, lamp suit from the kids. Oh, you cool. know the the lamps. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have uh, the guy comes sings with the. There's a uh, bow and tie cool, cool, cool. with a suit with a hundred uh, bubble lamps well, on yeah. it, and it lights up on wow. stage. That's so, cool. uh, so we're the so first to do when this. Walter said it was space. It made me think of something. Uh, did you go to that Shome thing? Okay. <coughs> so you know the, pl the old planetarium? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I was there at the last show. Oh, like show. a yeah, laser show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah, just say the Shome thing, and then like yeah, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. But then like I said like planetarium. It's and it's Vicky Bonomo. She was the... Yenar from uh, EMI at that okay. point, yeah. and she she was the one who organized that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but it was, yeah, it, was the, it was the last show at the planetarium. It was too, the yeah. last show ever the, at, the the OG, at the OG planetarium. At the OG planetarium. Yeah. We sat yeah. there and we listened to Dark Side of the Moon yeah, from exactly. A to Z, uh, watching. Like and I, I was I was literally like I was like man I was like they should. They should basically. I would keep the planetarium open for like a constant Pink Floyd. Yeah, tribute. I was like, no, but not necessarily Pink Floyd. I was like, if they just played classic rock albums with just stars and stuff flying around, yeah, I'd be there. Steve like, Miller, like they, they should do this <laughs> every Friday. Yeah. I'd be there. <laughs> just like the like they do with uh, the Rocky or Rock Picture Show, like yeah. uh, once a month. Yeah, or a exactly. Full moon, they do, do something a classic like album. That. Yeah. I'll be there too. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, like Dark Side was obviously cool, but I was like, there's a bunch of classic. Like, like just to, listen, uh, listen to some prog rock albums. of the only like watching the stars, no quarter. Yeah, I would listen to like Led Zeppelin too. I'd yeah. go and just, just yeah. like. So how did you? I mean, so how and how long is how long is the space show now? Like uh, it's a, it's a full two and a half hour show. Two and a half hours so with intermission. Because uh, the thing with there's one intermission, but yeah. the thing is when you want to do a cool pacing and please like try to please yeah. everybody because this impossible to do. Yeah. Because if you please uh, everybody, the show is like four hour because there's. Yeah. 12 minutes, how many songs? Minute songs? How many songs are in it right now? 20 something. 20 something. And we're playing yeah. Echoes. You're so playing what? Echoes. So okay. there's a 22 minutes only of Echoes. Oof. <laughs> 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 so, uh, so, uh, so it's deep. So it's the first time we play Echoes, actually. So we, 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 went, we did the show's pace uh, like uh, 15 times. And I said to my partner, said, where, did okay, it, where did it premiere? Uh, it was the premiere was uh, in Quebec City and the second was at Place des Arts uh, last December. Right. Okay. Well, we play a, a couple times in the festival since, and then we play, um, and then we said, okay, let's do something with an orchestra, and mm. bring, and uh, because there's many many times we try to do symphonic rock. Yeah. And there's a lot of time, and I'm the first one to disagree. Yeah. Because sometimes they try to do everything with the orchestra yeah. and say, "We have orchestra, let's use the orchestra." Every and track. I said, yeah. And the I'm first thinking of the uh, the S and M album from Metallica, and there's some songs where the orchestra <laughs> should be quiet a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but no, but it's true. But you you know. 
But, uh, what are you example, laughing about? No, that's, that's a good no, point. When he tried to do part, uh, one part of the solo, he's playing by a violin. Yeah, clarinet. exactly. That's it. No, the solo is a guitar. Let's say let, let's yep. keep the guitar at, at, at its place. But there's a lot of ambient phonic and uh, the keyboards and some teams. The Richard Wright was trying to play uh, uh, fugal horn with his keyboard. He was trying to play a uh, bassoon, and uh, yeah. yeah. So those lines we give into the orchestra, and all the chords, and sometimes in some bridge, in some finish, in some chorus, we get big, but we're not trying to be symphonic all the time right. all the time so we let the music of Pink Floyd be the music of Pink Floyd yeah and use the orchestra when it's time to to do the climax yeah, yeah. and and create the chills and I think we I listen to everything uh, we passed the, the, la the, the last month uh, working with the, the the symphonic arrangement and I think we're right on the spot presently and uh, and this is what's going to be presented on the uh, December 8th. And so it's what's the run? It's December 8th to what? It's only one night. Only one, one night. night. It's only one, one, one night, night only. So it's, it's a one night because uh, we're doing that and we're leaving on the. We're playing Boston with the wall on the 10th of January. Oh, wow. And January to. So now you're, now you're alternating between the two oh, yeah, shows. Yeah, we're jumping from show to. The and oh, it's the yeah. same cast, same everybody. Same cast, same band, same everything. Yeah. So. Actually, we can go on stage right now and play four hour and a half. How many wall tracks are there it. in the new show? Do it, December eighth, four uh, and a half there's hours. A, there's, <laughs> a, there's, there's quite, uh, there's a couple. We we're playing, uh, we have do uh, in the flesh. We're doing uh, the breaking the wall part uh, two. And is there like does it does does the do does the show flow does the show flow chronologically <laughs> or is it stuff from no, all over? It's stuff all over because when I did uh, because I wanted to create a narrative line when I do space. Yeah. Which it won't be on this show, right. but when I create the show, I, uh, the intro of the show, we hear the music uh, from its a call, song called Jug Band Blues. Is, um, th it's the song where Sid Barrett wrote his, um, his redemption to insanity. Sure. And in the lyric, he say, hey guys, he's saying to everybody, I'm sorry, I, I'm going crazy, and this is probably the the, the last thing, like lucid thing, right? right. And yeah, then yeah. Yeah. this is my ticket, bye bye. Yeah. And uh, from that song, it, he went, he went berserk. Mm -hmm. So I create a show, uh, and I don't want to be deep in poetry, but there's a there's a uh, French poet, called Charles Baudelaire, and I, I will say it in French because, and then translate it. Yeah. He said, um, "Tout ceci était un rêve." Une ébauche lente à venir sur la toile que l'artiste achève seulement par le souvenir. And when I got 90% of that. <laughs> <laughs> I got 90% yeah. of so that. Well, translate it's for it's us uh, there was one word in there that threw me off, and I'm like, fuck, I was almost <laughs> going to translate this thing. <laughs> I'm sure Shaw's translation is going to be better it, than it ours. It's a, uh, a painter who stops his painting, yeah. and he's watching it. He sees it completely, but the painting is not done. Right. So and he, he, he completely... Only in his mind. Yeah. So I that's good. That's good. Uh, and there's the, the that was my 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 main line. So the show was you go into in the first moment of the show we could we see uh, Sid Barrett and we just like if we go in his mind and the rest of the show is just like if Pink Floyd never existed and everything after him was his dream oh, of wow, being, what heavy, would be man. Pink Floyd. 
So we go into uh, the traveling of Pink Floyd, the music of Pink Floyd, through yeah. the dream of what would be free Pink Floyd with him. Right. So um, so we go through all the songs. We go with the, with the song from Atom Heart Mother, the song from uh, every album. We okay. touch uh, That's every super uh, cool. And after and and like I mean, is there anything is there anything in the works after that December eighth show, like locally or in Montreal or Quebec? Are you gonna come back? Are you coming back with? With back the, with the wall, wall or the, the, the now a longer uh, run of space. We're doing a space now. We're going January, February. We're going um, touring US with yeah. the wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. April, we're going to UK for uh, three weeks. Yeah. What kind of venues do you play in the states? Uh, by the way, in the US, uh, like nothing smaller than Metropolis. Oh wow! So wow. it's Metropolis and yeah, okay. And so higher. like three thousand, four thousand. Uh, uh, we're going uh, twelve. Uh, the biggest like uh, twenty-eight. 28 what? 20, thousand? Thousand. What venue? No, no, uh, 20, uh, 28. 100, 28, okay, 100, okay, 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 um, next, uh, we all pl uh, we actually is going to be uh, next year is going to be the third year we're playing the first weekend of December. Okay. Mm. So and we're going to be uh, playing two nights uh, into nineteen. We're going to play one night space and one night the wall mm -hmm. because uh, on the thirtieth of November two thousand nineteen. It's the 48th anniversary of the wall. Oh wow! It came uh, came out seventy nine November 30, uh, 79. Wow! So uh, so at this point, and and what the funny thing because uh, we are our booker MRG in uh, in uh, London say hey now we have ten shows. May we? I tell you, we uh, we could play twenty show, but we cannot. So I come because there's a band who took uh, uh, all the sector of England, yeah, and they make a convention with the venue and say we're the only band to come to play here. You don't play any other Floyd act, and oh. they signed it with them. And WWE did with MSG. Floyd and Monopoly. And <laughs> from and you know who that man is? Is the Brit Floyd. Oh. And the Brit Floyd last year they came into our staff to take our talent out of our show to bring in their show. To try to poach some of your yeah. people? And they're coming, and now they're coming to Montreal. And I say, uh, I wrote to Evan Coy, I say, hey, listen, we are, we, we, we're, we're the, I think, and honestly, I think we're, the Big Four are way behind us presently. My yeah. show Drop. as the Australian uh, Pink Floyd show. Yeah. Say, shop it's I'll come, shooting you come, on Red Floyd. You you bring them back to Montreal in our town. It's like yeah. It's like okay. you guys got you, you guys have like a local thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, I say okay, uh, stop. Bring them. I like Pink Floyd. With us. It's like all like territories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Pink <laughs> Floyd territories. And the funny thing. Pink territories. <laughs> and we we all up here about that. I'm really happy, and I hope I'm gonna see the show. But yeah. Mason is coming in April. Yeah. And but they Evenco book four day before Mason. They announced yesterday that they put the they they booked the Brit floor and uh, said, "Hey, so the, listen, there's a pilot in the plane." <laughs> <laughs> Only one of the shows have done. Uh, go plug yourself, so I can say without a shadow of a doubt, go see uh, Rashad's shows. Absolutely, and just 
you know, don't go see the Brit Floyd. Have you seen a ball? You've seen, I, you've I, seen I, Brit I think people do everything you want. May the ones you, no, the I'm saying, I'm the telling moment, people. The not moment to you do see, it. the moment you're going to see our show, you'll see, okay. I think I saw the Australian one. I don't think I saw the British yeah, one. Yeah, I saw Musical Box once. That's the the I, I, I think I actually. Oh no! Is that Genesis? Yeah, that's, that's the Genesis. That's the Genesis no, no. we were Australian talking about before. Genesis that's one. the Australian. Are <laughs> <No>, the Australian? <laughs> no, 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 What's the deal with French Canadians and their amazing tribute acts? No, because like you know, you hear about like how in Montreal there's certain bands that are that are bigger in Montreal than in other places like Super Tramp, like Pink Floyd, like uh, the, the Gentle Giant that was starting there too. Or, or even the what's one, his face? The other one, here's, this is a, a, a story from uh, a Lady in Red, uh, Iron fucking. Christopher, you hear all? Yeah, but Iron, Iron Maiden is one. A friend of mine has a story of going to see Iron Maiden at the Bell Center. Where they were like, they literally, they got up on stage and they were just sort of like, they were like, usually we're Iron Maiden, whatever. When we're on tour, we play like a little mix of like the old and the new and it's like the hits and whatever else like that. But the number one hard rock album in Quebec is our current album. We're playing our current album start to finish. Oh, oh no. My buddy's like, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> he's like, that's not what I want to see from Iron Maiden. But he's like, but still, most of the Bell Center was like, yeah, like new Maiden. And they were like into it. I was like, and he's like, my buddy was like, I'm just sitting there like, He's like their encore. They 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 ended up playing like a forty five. Like, please be a forty minute album. Please no, be a forty minute album. They, they ended up playing like a forty five minute encore with the hits, but they still played like the, the entirety <laughs> of like a twenty fourteen Iron Maiden album. And but like people were into, into it. it. I was yes. like, I think that's like the only arena in probably the world where you could play a two thousand fourteen Iron Maiden album. And everyone's like knowing the words of oh, the yeah. you know like. But I guess like, my big preamble whoo. to like my big roundabout there was, what do you think keeps like. Pink Floyd so resonant within like the French Canadian culture within the Quebecois language culture. divide. It's the wall. It's the wall. That's it. Oh, yeah. The wall is symbolic of the <laughs> language why, divide. Why, yep. yeah. why there's a connection between Floyd and the French Canadian? Yeah, like or the Quebecois culture. Or the Quebecois. Like, beyond yeah. beyond wow. just bands that are popular in Montreal, because it's not like I mean I, I don't know the connection with with the. But Quebec, what do you think? French, I mean, like, the French Canadian, but why do you think it's because it's lasted? Because like you don't see, because like I mean, you're touring around, but you don't see like every city in the world that has like so many the, uh, Floyd Floyd shows coming but through. But that's uh, actually the, it's a bit of a problem with all the, the the booker around the world. They say, hey, the, we have uh, two, 25 uh, band in mm. uh, Italia, in France. There's a lot of a lot of Floyd, the wall, yeah. uh, the Floyd band out there. Uh, okay, uh, but um, I know what brings Floyd to people together because yeah. if you take if you take Licensing all the, the biggest band, the best seller band ever, Queen, Stone, Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Sure, <laughs> Meatloaf. Is no, no, but I, I think Yo, if, you I, a meatloaf, the, uh, if you ever do a Meatloaf about, tribute act, call me up. Call me up. <laughs> I'd love to see a Meatloaf tribute act. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. An amazing. Is it bad? Bad at hell. Yeah, Although yeah. the bad side of hell would be amazing. No, but bad at hell is like it's still like one of the highest selling yeah, records of all time. It is time. the first like, one. Insane. Like, yeah. which one? Bad at hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it's like the sale. The sale. Like, it's absurd how how many copies that record has sold. Absolutely, it's a great record. It's a great album. And uh, but the, the the Colin of Temple, the the, the band I, I named, Pink Floyd and the Beatles are have the the, the same uh, generation transfer. What do you mean? The, uh, 
the, 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 the grandfather who listened to Pink Floyd, he made it, uh, made it obvious that his son's gonna will listen to Pink yeah. Floyd. Mm. And then okay, okay. We're, we're now on the third and sometime the fourth, fourth generation yeah. of yeah. Yeah. the Pink Floyd fan. We saw that in concert. We saw the grandfather with the, 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 the 10 years old uh, fourth generation yeah. there. You don't have that, that biggest... Uh, with other bands. Uh, with The Stone and no. with uh, Queen or with Led yeah. Zeppelin. The Beatles, so... There's a need for Zeppelin. Give it with Zeppelin a bit. There's a lot of Zeppelin, but yeah. not as much as The Wall. Yeah. Even if Led Zepp sold more record yeah. than Pink Floyd, yeah. but the the, the, the cult, do you think it's the cult factor of yeah, Floyd? Because yeah. Because there's uh, there were um, there were it, it was easier, I think, to associate big moment of your life with the music of Pink Floyd than it was a. It's an ambient but, but I also just point I out I'm not high during this podcast, <laughs> by the way. Like, I but, yeah, <laughs> did, not smoke job, weed, did not smoke weed before this podcast. But I, was, I was also going to say, one. I was like, <laughs> I also think that, like, the, the, the thing with Pink Floyd, the thing with the Beatles, like I said, Led Zeppelin a little bit, that, um, like I said, like, the Stones don't have, and maybe Queen doesn't have, is that there's, like, there's stuff to figure out. Like, with Beatles, where you're like, oh, there's, like, they're putting weird little hints and stuff in the music. Pink Floyd's doing it a ton. Zeppelin does it a little bit. Queen and Stones are more literal. Straight to the point. Like, yeah, that's yeah. it. So, it's, like, it's stuff that you can, like, when you're sitting around in Sejep or whatever, you can sit there and talk about, like, what was going on in this song? Absolutely. Whereas, like, it, so you, it sort of, like, ensures a longevity in a different way yeah. because you have this, like... This like little like puzzle to figure out while you're listening to it that you can kind of get wrapped up in. Oh, did you know they traveled here and did this and, and you know like and with with Floyd because of their third life, they, their their tree life. Yeah. And well, there's the different phases yeah. of the different creative and forces. Yeah. And there's one thing is was okay for girls to love Pink Floyd. Oh shit! And Walter, we love uh, Pink Floyd. Really? You fine. Yeah. Yeah, because th there were songs like uh, "Hey, you comfortably numb." Wish you were here. Those ballad songs, yeah. that romantic, romantic-ish yeah, yeah. songs. So the girls were listening to Pink Floyd a little bit, like the Beatles too, and they were uh, uh, more no. uh, open to uh, to do sex on, uh, <laughs> on on Pink Floyd than on Led Zeppelin. <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> so uh, this Listen, man, I, I, I tried to get laid to the Ramones. It's I made it. No, I, no, I did it. You did it quick. That's it. <laughs> I, was, yeah, yeah. I remember hooking up with a girl uh, in a like basement laundry room while uh, Beat on the Brat was playing, and I was like, "Okay." Right. I was like, "This is happening." Two minutes in and out. <laughs> yep. Bang bang. It was at a party. Hey, hold so it was fast. <laughs> but that's it. But Pink Floyd. Yeah. It's like yeah. You, you could like light some candles and make Pink Floyd romantic. That's <laughs> you know, so like so so that's why there's a lot of women at the show. Uh, there's a lot of couple that hangs they hang together when we play uh, the great gig in the sky or we play uh, uh, comfortably numb. We we s we see it. People are crying. Uh -huh. They are. I see their face. They are living. They're 14 years old. They're six, the it's summer it's of their 16. Yeah, it's, it's very like their it's first car. It's very flashbacky song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. I see in their face. They're in the summer of uh, their first love. Yeah. So. It's very uh, intense sometimes when yeah. the people, because after the show, we always go meet the people. Yeah. And people, they hug us and say, oh, man, I cried. Yeah. Sometimes they cry while they talk to us because they say, oh, man, I just 
relive so many emotions. Yeah. So, yeah. so okay, there's something with the music. Yeah, we know uh, we just we talked about it earlier in the show of like all three of us remember where we were the first time we saw the wall. Like you, Absolutely. like it, it sticks out in your head. If you were to say like, uh, like where were you the first time you heard like yeah, sympathy, for the, sympathy for the devil? I'd be like, I don't know, I in don't a car know. That's maybe. It. <laughs> like, that's it. Probably. Uh, Walter, do you want to wrap it up with we, five questions? We gotta get it. Yeah, we gotta. We're already we're already at six o'clock. Introduce so the let's bit. Let's do five. So we do a segment called Five Questions. Okay. And uh, and I try to do go quick. Yeah, we'll do a quick one. <laughs> uh, the first three questions are the same every episode. And uh, the fourth question is from our last guest okay. for you. So, and then the fifth question is your question for, for the, the next, next guest. guest. Okay. But we don't know who the next guest. Is. Okay. Okay. So, so to be fair, our last guest didn't know it was going to be exactly the last guest. Didn't it worked know out was, though. I'm yeah. looking at the question. It worked out. All right. So, um, so first, so first question: aliens, robots, or fire? Aliens, robots, robots or fire? Or fire. That's the question. Multiple choice. Alien. Alien. That's the right answer. It's good. It's yeah. good. Um, and the question number two. What is your earliest memory? So the first thing that pops into your head, like when you think back, like don't stress. Maybe you have a I'm uh, in uh, Amak. Hammock? Sure, yeah. Hammock. And, uh, How do you say hammock in French? Amak. <laughs> There's no French. Amak, right no, no. Yeah. Amak. Uh, and uh, my, uh, my mother's singing a lullaby. And I'm watching the stars. Cool. And I, when I told that to, I remember that to my mother. He said, "It's impossible. This is the summer of your w- two years old." Wow. I'm, wow. I was going on two, so I'm, I'm one and something. I, you cannot remember that. We had yeah. that. You I'm can remember that. There's like, there's super genius types who can remember the womb. But like it's the only uh, after uh, my next memory is like three years after. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That. No, they, 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 they like yeah. they're, they're, they, they talk about that, right? There's like. Um, I forget what they call it. Like they're, they're like foundation memories or yeah. whatever, where it's like it's stuff that for some reason hits you and it just like stays with you. And there's people who have like long gaps between yeah. like for in your case, it's like you have like this one memory and then you're like, then I don't yeah. remember anything <laughs> for it. another couple of years. But I think she gives me something that night and yeah. I don't remember <laughs> it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but it's kind of interesting at the same time where you're just sort of like, I, you're playing yeah. like music with someone yeah. you love under the stars. Like there's something there that even Absolutely. at your like one so and a I'm half, you're like, mother's going to make all your nightmares come true. Or is yes. it? Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> there's question some magic. Question number three. Your favorite, buddy. Oh, it's my, one of my favorite questions. Uh, tell us about a time that you fucked up. So it doesn't have to be a big fuck up. It could be a little fuck up, but just tell us about a time. That uh, where I fucked Bonus up. points if it involves wak voisine. <laughs> <laughs> How? Why? Just I see, we're like the whole, <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> the it, whole French. It's a, I didn't do the fucked up, huh. but because I do, I did something. Somebody fucked up right, real big because. Oh, of yeah, 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 that hear, counts. That counts. Okay, I was in uh, Afghanistan in. Two oh no! <laughs> oh no! Took another USO trip. In, I don't like the way the story is going. Two oh seven. There was a female singer with us, with uh, singing with us. Yeah. And one of my French song is it's called Niaiseur. Okay. And in the chorus, I say, "Quand je te vois, je deviens niaiseur." Yeah. That is obvious sure. French. When I see you, I just I'm I, going I go stupid. Yeah. So. yeah. And prior to that, there was a fan out there. He come to me say, "Hey, I love your song when you say Ma petite sauterelle, but I think I think it's it's uh, uh, offended for women." Okay. I said, "Why? Because when you sauterelle say is a grasshopper?" Or yeah, no, uh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. grasshopper. Yeah. Say, "Guys, can't you come some Ma petite sauterelle?" Oh, yeah. it was funny, but I I just said, well, wh- wh- "What's offended for women?" And he, he said, uh, "She said." 
when you said, quand je te vois, je te viens dans les yeux, I don't like it. When, and she didn't understand, quand je te vois, je deviens niaiseux. Je viens quand je te vois, je te viens dans les yeux. yeux. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> je te viens des yeux. So, So I said the right lyrics to her. I said, oh, okay, few because wow. I, I, I thought it was like art on radio to hear Jeez, that. Yeah, so no said, shit. Sure, yeah, you bet. <laughs> for, for our anglophone, for the sake of our anglophone, <laughs> give a quick translation? The, the misinterpretation there was in When I see you, I become um, silly. I, yeah, to, to when, when I see, uh, I'm going to come in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> There you it, know. It sounds, it sounds a little close in French. Uh, I yeah. Guess, but so, yeah. We, so we go to Afghanistan. So I always tell that story before <laughs> singing the song. And then the, I, I got like 500 soldiers. So when I come Just to the dying, chorus, yeah. they're dying to sing. Gosh, the worst of your days here. And they also <laughs> scream. So it's like a hit in the show. So that's, now, that's, that's not the lyrics, though. You, no. You've, you've but changed the lyrics. for yeah, but If you're in the army, that's the lyrics. At that point, I was the director art artistic of the show La Fureur at Radio-Canada. Sure. And there was the one, the female singer that was there. Oh, no. She heard the joke and she thought it so funny. And she, at the end of the show, she said, hey, uh, she, she said something, hey, you know about your thing? Coming in the eyes, said yes, but it was out of context. And she goes like, "For me, uh, you can come in my eyes, in my face, but don't come in my air." And she, she, and I, I was like, uh, "Okay." And all the instantly, you have 500 soldiers that just go berserk. <laughs> but before I left, I, I took like a one-week break before going the, from La Fureur. But we were coming back for the last show of the season, the Christmas show. Right. The last show of the history of La Fureur with live at Radio-Canada. Uh -huh. And that female singer is on the show. Jeez. <laughs> and and we, the show about La Fureur is a question game music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were in the meeting and the first song we have to do The, the, the team has to find out is the song Viens danser from Serge Fiori and uh, okay. from Fiori Seguin. Like viens dans mon vieux, viens like danser, viens mon vieux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I see in meeting, that's a song that's a bit too hard. The, the show begins, we, we must have tempo. So, then uh, the other said, No, 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 we play that song. We, okay, that's the first song, title song we have to follow. The host goes for the song. This is a song from blah blah blah. The Nothing. Nobody answered. He goes for the, uh, the, the, the tip, tip number one. Nobody buzz. And he said, okay, the first lyric of the song is Viens. It goes. <laughs> It's the female singer. <laughs> We're live. It's six o'clock <laughs> on Radio Canada. And she goes. Viens-moi des yeux, viens-moi d'en face, mais viens-moi pas des cheveux. <laughs> and I'm go, I'm, I'm with the boss of Radio Canada, and I'm go like, oh shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and everybody's oh, like, what silence <laughs> on the set? You're just like expecting kind of like family friendly like, fun, and you're nobody like, nobody oh, knows how to to react to that. And finally, uh, somebody makes a joke. We go to the the the, the intermission, and I go straight to it. Hey. 
What are you doing? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I said, did you catch it? I made a joke for you. She said, I catch it. Yeah. Everybody catch it. <laughs> so so uh, that's why. Uh, that, that, that's, that's, I think that's that, that, great. I really, yeah. that, that was a good. That was, the be, that was the single greatest bilingual story that's ever been told in this podcast, okay. I think. The other one, yeah. I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, it was great. This is why we ask him. Um... And Our finally, li- your question to the this next. This is a question. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. We have oh, no, that was, I'm sorry. Oh, I fucked up. I'm skipping a question. We had the uh, the lead singer and the uh, guitarist of a uh, local Montreal uh, rockabilly band called the Luckies. Oh yeah. Um, they want to know uh, what song is stuck in your head right now. Oh my God! It's a song because I I, I am a father of a four years old and oh, a okay. half. Okay. And it's like Raffy. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's not. <laughs> Actually, it's uh, it's, <laughs> and it's weird because uh, we I'm a I'm a sailor. I have a sailboat, and uh, we sail in family. Okay. And I I made the playlist all oriented with water and sail, so we come come sail away. And, and fuck that, Alaska. And no, uh. it's a song called from Plastic Bertrand. Oh, okay. And it's Plastic Bertrand. Plastic Did Bertrand. Did you say Plastic Bertrand? Yeah, pa- Plastic Bertrand. Yeah. And the song is called Jacques Cousteau. Oh, about the, the famous is is Jack Jack Jacques Cousteau. And is it was it meant to be a kid's song originally? Or no, or no, but my daughter is just. I love that. I love like Beltran. Yeah, yeah, but it's a rockabilly yeah. song. Yeah. What's, what's his big yeah. one? What's his, what's the big one called? What's his big uh, one? Stop moi encore. Yeah, yeah. Or ça plane pour moi. No, ça plane pour moi. That's, That's the one. Yeah. So uh, they go for Jacques Cousteau. It's pretty. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty verdure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Plan Pour Moi? Uh, there's a completely different English version. Yeah, that has different yeah. lyrics and everything. I, think I found this out last year. It's, or it's called Jet Boy, Jet Girl, and it's by the. Uh, it's like a punk band from the '70s, and it's like completely different song, but it's the same song. Like yeah, it's like yeah. the same melody. Anyway, and this it, is a whole actually, is he did in the French version from uh, Major Tom from. Uh, uh, Major Tom. Oh, yeah. oh uh, from uh, yeah, 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 Peter Schilling. Yes. Interesting. So Very he did a French version of it. We're going to have you back on for another episode. We're going to talk about all kinds More of More music history. Yeah. Coming up with Richard Petit. Richard Petit. Uh, what question would you like to ask to our future guest? Okay. What was the, the first... What, what was the first tape song that you put on a tape thinking that you were... Uh, Make love on it with your first tape. So what's the first song you put on a mixed CD or tape? We'll say tape to or CD. To bring you to make like sure like you're like going like to do that it that night. you thought was going to get like a, a fuck yeah. song. Yeah. Laid, yeah. So, so like, what's the first the song you put on a mixtape like to get laid? To, to, to get laid. You thought we was going to get yeah. you action And you think laid. that That's on that song, she's taking everything That's a good off. question. Oh, uh, Walter, can you think of one? No, because like I barely got laid before. Me was a moment in love from Art of Noise. Oh. I need to like. But uh, just before it was a uh, friend of Mr. Cairo and going to Art of Noise. Oh, friend of Mr. Cairo. I like the <laughs> <laughs> the best mixtape. You put friend to Mr. Cairo on a mixtape. <laughs> like okay, so after at like t- twelve minutes are done, then like. But actually, it was starting with Angie going to uh, <laughs> to friend of Mr. Cairo <laughs> going to Art of Noise. There, there was like three songs on that side. <laughs> the the first song that I would like, and it's messed up. Like I have a. And it's funny because my wife and I, like, share it. Uh, we have this weird thing where, like, tragic songs are, like, sexier. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the first song that I, I can remember being, like, this is going to get me laid uh, was Elliot Smith, uh, Waltz Number 2 XO, which is, like, a tragic song. Which song? Uh, Waltz Number 2 XO. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, like the, by the XO? N- well, no. It's Waltz Number 2 XO is the song. 
It's by Elliot Smith. It's the like never gonna know you now, but I'm gonna love you anyhow. Like do do do. Real bleak shit. Do do do. Very bleak. But I was like, I was like, girls will hear this and know that I'm sensitive. Like <laughs> will not be able to keep their shirts on. Yeah, exactly. But that's it. But like I remember like putting it on a mixtape like for a girl, being like yeah. this song. It was like this it was ni- 1998, and when the song came out, Elliot Smith incidentally killed himself with a like stabbing himself multiple times in the chest. I remember that. Like oh. that's a cr- like oh, yeah yeah. Mul- like not like slit throat, slit wrist. Stabbing himself like the probably sure most the job's done. like insane way to kill yourself. That's a, I can I th- imagine. I thought about Teddy Fortin, the the from the Kodak. Yeah, he, he did that. Yeah, yeah, Artie Lang did that to himself. Yeah, it's so messed up. But at the same time, though, like to to give like I guess like props to those guys, you're very sure you want to kill yourself. It's got dark. Oh dark, brother. But yeah. I'm saying, but I'm just saying, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not like was it an accident? No, no. it no. was not an accident. It was a no. He wanted to donate his brain to science. It was a conscious. Yeah. It wasn't a mistake. You, no, no, but do you know how, how pain you have in yeah. your brain that you want? Yeah, to stop exactly. That's to, it. Because like, do it if someone like, like a Kurt Cobain situation, I'm like, it could be like, I want to die right now, and like, and then the gunshot makes it. The fuck, Keith, yeah. Keith, Keith. It's getting dark. Keith, bring Sorry. it back around, brother. That's the wall. That's yeah, that's, that's, the wall, yeah. <laughs> that's the wall. But yeah, but that was that was the first song where I was like, I was like, this this will. This will show what I know. So, <laughs> like, so you like? Do you like Nick Cave? I do. I understand. We were but like, it was so like um, Nick Cave was at Oceaga was maybe three four years ago, yeah. and just like so many people like were leaving, and it was like one of my favorite moments. My wife and I were very excited to see Nick Cave. Who leaves Nick Cave? Anyone who was just watching the hip hop band that was on before, it was yeah, when they had I the, guess so, they yeah. had the side by side stages yeah, yeah, yeah. at Oceaga, and there was just like w- the best. Nick gave like completely deadpan. He's like, "We'll wait, like we'll wait till you're gone. We're only gonna play when the people who want to hear me play." And they just waited. I was like, "The best!" <laughs> like everyone's he's like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "It was like five minutes just to wait for everybody to leave." But yeah, I've like Nick Cave is. I am a big if, fan of if Nick. If I Cave. ever come back to the show, I will. You Tell you the uh, the time I French kiss uh, Kylie Nick. Minogue. Oh, Whoa. I thought you were gonna say Nick Cave, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> no, but there's a they yeah. did, did, yeah. did uh, yeah. album together. There was a. But that happened. Do, uh, I did that do, uh, was it? Uh, Death is not the end with yeah. uh, with uh, Nick Cave and Kylie Minogue on uh, that yeah, track. Yeah, with the song. Uh, the 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 they call me the Wild Rose. Yeah. This has been great. When 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 are you back? When when is any of your shows coming back, Montreal? So uh, we we'll come back to uh, it will be uh, next, next December. Next, next December. December, there we go. Yeah. Bookmark. Put it, put it in your calendars. One year from now, Rashad Patsy is going to be back on the show, telling you about when he French kissed Kylie Minogue. Yes. Uh, December eighth, Place des Arts. Tickets, tickets going fast. Sta- oh, there's already uh, sixteen hundred tickets sold. Wow. So, so uh, you're but there's still some place on the floor. But uh, there's a, it's now it, there's a couple on the floor and now it's uh, getting. And can uh, people higher. support anyway else any other way? Uh, but you can find us on the wall live extravaganza. No, uh, the wall uh, x dot com. Okay. Or on Facebook, it's the wall theater experience or the wall x. Right, so we have on. to. Perfect. Walter, send me those links. I'll uh, I'll link them up in yes, the post. I guy, Rashad, thank great. you so much. I think it's the Rishal. best show I ever done. It's a lot of fun. Yes. Years, I'm, a, I'm, a big, I'm a big Floyd fan, so it's like, and I've seen a thousand of these like shows yeah. now, but like one thousand. I did see the theater experience, so it's like it's nice to see someone doing justice to the music. So. Awesome. Thanks, Rashad. Thank, thank you, you so much. I'm thank glad you, you guys. Had fun. Take care.
Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.